Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, October 3rd. It's the first Monday in October. That means the Supreme Court's term starts today with a brand new justice on the bench, Katanji Brown-Jackson. But the court is ruled by that same conservative majority. A new and likely consequential term for the Supreme Court of the United States got underway today. This, while the effects of its rulings from last term are still reverberating throughout the country, most notably in that Dobbs decision overturning Roe v. Wade. And the court clearly has a public relations mission ahead of it as well. If you look at the latest polling from Gallup, 47% of U.S. adults say they have a great deal or a fair amount of trust in the judicial branch. That represents a 20-point drop from just two years ago. And only 4 in 10 Americans say they approve of the way the Supreme Court is handling its job. 58% disapprove. That matches the lowest approval rating Gallup has ever recorded for the Supreme Court. So it is in that context that Chief Justice Roberts begins today's term. The court heard its first two oral arguments today for the term. We will hear argument first this morning in case 21454, Sackett versus EPA. This case is basically deciding whether wetlands are considered waters of the United States. The backstory to this case, an Idaho couple, the Sacketts, obtained permits to build on land they owned in 2007, but the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, told them to stop that building, citing the fact that their property contains wetlands that are protected by the Clean Water Act, which prohibits the discharge of pollutants. That sparked the process that led to today's case at the court. Your argument next in Delaware versus Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and the consolidated case. The second case before the court today, it involves disputes over hundreds of millions of dollars of unclaimed money from checks issued by MoneyGram, the world's second largest money transfer company. Certainly, today's two cases are not the ones that are going to be sort of monumental landmark Supreme Court cases, but that does not mean that the court does not have some high-profile cases on the docket this term. And some of the most major cases to be heard this term have a common thread or a common theme running through them, many of them anyway, and that is race. Tomorrow, the court will hear challenges to Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act that bars voting rules that discriminate based on race. The court in this case is reviewing a lower court opinion, which said Alabama's new congressional map violated the law because it only had one majority black district, despite the fact that black voters make up 27 percent of the voting population. The lower court said another majority black district needed to be drawn. The lower court ordered a map that would likely have led to Democrats gaining another seat in the House in the fall. But the Supreme Court put that ruling on hold, meaning the map in question could be used for this year's elections. Another case with voting rights implications is Moore versus Harper. This one has yet to be scheduled for oral argument. The case presents a redistricting dispute out of North Carolina involving a lower court decision which invalidated the state's congressional map because of partisan gerrymandering that benefited Republicans. Now, North Carolina Republicans are arguing here that state legislatures should be able to set rules in federal elections without any checks from state constitutions or state courts. 
If the Supreme Court sides with the North Carolina Republicans, it could mean that state legislatures have total say over federal elections and congressional maps. That could clearly have implications for presidential elections, too. This case is going to be highly watched in the context of all we've seen after the 2020 election and after the fallout from the January 6th insurrection and everything Trump and his allies were trying to do with sending an alternate slate of electors, these fake electors, or having state legislatures invalidate certified vote totals. All of that kind of activity could be at play in this case about the power of state legislatures when it comes to setting all the rules related to federal elections. And race will also be a central theme when the court reconsiders affirmative action in college admissions. The court is poised to hear separate disputes over admissions programs at the University of North Carolina and at Harvard University. At the center is the precedent from a 2003 case which said race could be considered in admissions to pursue a diverse student body. You may recall the court last year also had a very high-profile ruling related to guns. This is when the court struck down that New York state law that said gun laws that placed restrictions on carrying a concealed handgun outside the home were not constitutional. That also has reverberations continuing to be felt across the country. This term, though, the court is actually avoiding taking up a big gun-related issue. The Supreme Court has decided to leave a ban on bump stock devices in place. Those devices are attachments that essentially allow shooters to fire semi-automatic rifles continuously with one pull of the trigger. Some more news from the Supreme Court this morning. That Dominion Voting Systems defamation lawsuit against MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell, it can move forward after the Supreme Court declined to consider Lindell's attempt to block the case today. Lindell has denied wrongdoing and was appealing a lower court ruling that said the lawsuit could proceed, and now the Supreme Court says the same. And as we noted at the top, there's a new sitting justice on the bench today at the highest court in the land, Katanji Brown Jackson. She had her formal investiture ceremony at the court last Friday. The president and vice president attended, and she was rather active, vocal, engaged in today's oral arguments as people are going to start trying to assess what kind of role is she going to play on the bench. One role is crystal clear already, and that's the historic role of being the first black woman to sit on the Supreme Court. And that is not a role that has escaped her attention in any way whatsoever. Listen to Justice Jackson Friday at the Library of Congress. The people who approach, and especially the young people, they are seeing themselves portrayed in me, in my experience. And they are finally believing that anything is possible in this great country. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.